Hi, my name is Carcia. Welcome to It's All Connected by Her Castle Girls. Hi, my name is Telly, and we're the Her Castle Girls, founders of the Bright Mindset Project. We are your mindful mavens and soulful sisters. Bright Mindset Project is a community that promotes the living your best life lifestyle through mindset, spirituality, and wellness. We believe that when the mind, body, and soul are taken care of with intention, we live the best quality life. We have the power to amplify our mindset and spiritual practices, become more magnetic, follow our authentic callings, lead in our own energies to become that version of our higher level selves that we know we can be. Our principles are based in personal and mindset development, spiritual practices, unconscious mind modalities, and yeah, some life experiences too. Cool with a bit of woo. Today we are talking about something that I think a lot of us kind of know about. We've talked about it with girlfriends before, and that is the subject of situationships. Ooh, girl. <laughs> the dreaded word, the, the word situationships. Yes. It's a situation that is disguised as a relationship. Yes. But it's not a relationship. Right. And, you know, so a bit of kind of the genesis of this conversation. Yeah. So, of course, we're out there. We're out here in the world. You're hearing different stories. And we don't talk a lot about celebrities on this podcast. No. But there was a certain celebrity story that really caught our ear. And that was a discussion that took place on um, Young Miami. Yep. Carisha Fleet. Yes. um, Of the City Girls Mm -hmm. uh, group. She has a podcast she Mm -hmm. just started. And she happened to have a man on there who she has been seen in the public with a lot. Yes. And that is P. Diddy, Puff Daddy. Mr. Love. Mr. Love. Whatever his name is today. Whatever he feels like that day. Yeah. And they had a conversation. Oh, did they ever? About what she thought was a relationship. <laughs> right. But it, they had they were worlds apart. Yes. Because she thought one thing and he said something completely yes. he, different. She asked him, which, and again, this conversation was very strange because I'm sure if I go to most women and say, would you ask your boyfriend or husband if he's dating or single? And they would say, well, no, because he's seeing me. But this was the conversation that happened during uh, this interview process. Right. And he, when asked that question, yeah, he said, well, I'm dating. I'm single. Yes. I'm, I'm dating. Yes. And her face looked oh like, gosh. what? What? She looked so confused, what? like a deer in headlights. Yes. And I think everyone that watched was also watching like a deer in headlights. Right. Because she was presenting what we thought was a relationship, but it turns out that Diddy is just dating her. Right. Um, and then he went on to talk more about how, you know what, Carisha, I don't, I, I, 
I feel like I know you more than I know the other side of you, which is the performer, the young Miami. Right. And they started asking each other questions like they'd never been on a date before. Like, how much would you spend on a woman on a date? And um, what do you like to do? What are your plans? What are your aspirations? And I was like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, the question, the, the conversation, the way how it was going, you would think, why did Carisha feel that they were in a relationship if they were having these conversations? It's funny and it's it's sad because great looking girl, obviously she's a beautiful woman. And you know, we all know what happened with Diddy and the gorgeous Cassie. And we saw that whole situation. If you don't know, go Google it. We're not gonna talk about that here. But when you see that, his past relationships, you kind of get the idea of what kind of man P. Diddy Puff Daddy is, which everyone knows what kind of man he is. Yes, he's good at this business, but when it comes to his relationships, it's a little bit different. That being said, and that being known to any woman, yeah. you have to, when you do start dating Mr. Love, you really do have to take it all with a grain of salt because yeah. he's, I believe, 52 years old. Yes, he is. He has children. He's done the, you know, he's done the yeah, family he life. he has enough children. He has children and his kids are growing. They're great kids, whatever. But, you know, he's he has his life. Right. And he's very happy and settled right. in his way and in his life. Yes, he is. So everyone kind of gets the gist, well, this man is not ready to settle down, which he also said on Creature's podcast. Like, he never thought about marriage or anything like right. that. But on the flip side, Grisha, you know, I'm, I, I don't know, I'm not her, so I, I can't mean, say what she was thinking in her mind. Right. But I would feel that, I guess, any woman dating a man of his caliber would be like, oh yeah, you know, we're, we're in a relationship and we're going to get married. <laughs> and, you know, you're playing out this whole thing in your mind. You've already gone to the altar, girl. Like, you're already married to this man. You're already having children. You have the white picket fence of the big house. Yeah. All that was playing out. And then on her own podcast, this man just he told her the truth. The mic. He, he told her the he truth. He told her the truth. And the reason why we bring this up is because we want to talk about this idea of situationships. Yeah, because she's where, not the only one. I mean, there's right. many. And, you know, the subcategory for this video or this podcast mm-hmm. would be women protect yourselves, save yourselves. And this is this is a podcast that's going to be about accountability. Mm-hmm. And we're coming at this topic with the idea of, you know, do you have the mindset to really make sure that you are valuing yourself right. every time you decide to invest time in another person? Yeah. So, you know, we're talking about relationships that are one-sided like the one that we just spoke of right where there is one person that's like yeah you know so i in my mind you know we're gonna have twins and we're gonna vacation three times a year and we're gonna fly out here and we're gonna buy this house then you know we have another sort of relationship that we're not talking about we're not talking about the situationships where people are aware where both parties are aware hey we're just hanging out we're just dating we're having a good time right that is fine there is nothing wrong with it and you know we're not here to talk about those relationships because guess what 
the rules and the boundaries were set. They're already in, in place. That sort of relationship. That's it. They right? already had that discussion. So they're well aware that they're just dating. Both parties are fine with that. They're just out there having fun. Right. Granted. We're not talking about those people. Right. We're talking about people where they there are two parties. One is not aware of what the real story is. Right. So I want to talk about titles hmm. because here's my personal opinion. Right. I feel that I know people like to walk around these days and say, oh, I don't want to put a definition on it. I don't want to put a label on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but why not? You know, like a lot of us wear clothes with labels on it, whether yeah. it's seen or not seen. Yeah. Right. We, when we introduce someone to another person, if I introduce you right. to someone, I say, this is my sister. Right. Telly. Hi. So that's your title. Right. Right. So we're very quick to use titles to define things all the time. But why is it when we come to relationships where we haven't done enough communicating, we're quick to say, I don't want to put a definition on it. Why are we afraid of that? Why are we afraid of putting a definition on a relationship? Honestly, I'm not sure why people are afraid of putting, you know, an actual label on what they are. Clearly, they have not had that discussion. Like, and that we've had this conversation before, and as other friends of ours, you know, when you are, when people are dating, usually what's supposed to happen is on dates, you get to know that person. You get to know, yeah. you know, do they, do we match? Are we a fit? Mm-hmm. Do we see each other getting married? Do we see each other having children together, starting a life together? Do we see each other in each other's future? But I find that these days, Relationships are like you go out on your first date or your first encounter, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, so we're we're now a thing. But then you're a thing and you're not a thing. And all this confusion, all this crazy stuff, when you're out with your friends and your your date guy or date girl comes up to you and they're like, hey, and your friends are like, oh, is this their special person? And then you thinking, yeah, this is the one. So yeah, you know, this is, I don't know, um, Jason, you know, he's my boo. And mm. then poor Jason, he was like, what? We're, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not that. Yeah, see, it's it's so awkward. Yeah. And because there was no communicating there. There was no communicating right. whatsoever. And, and that's what I, I feel. I feel that there is no order to how things work. It's like, okay, you like the person. Mm-hmm. After you've, you know, defined in your mind, okay, I like this person. Yeah. The next part of it has to do with, does this person feel the same way about me? And if they do, what are the rules? What are we going to do? Rule number one is we're going to only see each other, no more dating outside of the two of us. Number two, I'm defining you as my partner or my boyfriend or my girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. You know, like I find that this part that we're talking about is ignored is ignored and then you know people just run away with their own thoughts and we have people that have been in relate situationships for two three years and they don't know that the other person wants to have kids or not they don't know that person at all they don't know if that other person you know is dedicated to a certain religion in which they would want their kids to grow. Right. Like these conversations don't happen. They're not happening. And I don't know if the reason, I can't speak for why these conversations are not happening, but Mm -hmm. I can only assume and guess 
people are so afraid of being alone that they're rather just put up with whatever they're going into. Like if someone's saying, you know, I'm kind of dating and the girl or the guy was like, okay, that's cool. You know, I can, I can, I can do that. I can live with that. I can be like, you but know, how the, long? the side person or I can be that person that he or she calls can when you, they though? need me. We always say that we can until you realize that you can't and you still stay in this ridiculous situationship and you look like a fool. Cause then when your friends see this guy or this girl that you thought was your person out with other people, cause they're out there. Like the streets are calling and they're answering to the street. They're going to date whoever they want to date and you look like the fool, no offense. You look like the fool that's just sitting there still telling people yeah, you know, he's dating other people, but you know, we're, we're cool, we're good, but it's like, are you though? It's, I don't know. You know, and, and this is so. why, and this is where the major kind of mindfulness starts to come in. Yeah. So one of the first things I learned in mindfulness was you teach others how you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. The universe is watching and it will act accordingly saying this to say mm -hmm. if you go into a relationship a situationship mm -hmm. and he says yeah we're dating and you know you want more than that and you don't voice it he has no reason to say a week later you know what let's start talking about what a relationship looks like he he won't or he she won't. won't. Yeah. And and I don't blame them because you haven't given them a boundary. You haven't let them know what you truly want. And guess right. what? When you're teaching people how you want to be treated, the universe is listening. The universe is watching. Exactly. And if you are treating yourself like you have no value, if you devalue and discount yourself in relationships, guess what's going to happen? In every single relationship, the relationship with your parents, the relationship with your brother, the Girl. relationship with your sister, the relationship at your workplace, all your relationships will mimic that situationship that you've put yourself in. That's it. I and mean, it's funny. People keep on saying, why is this always happening to me? You're kind of making it happen to yourself. And that's that's a bothersome because there are, there are great men out there. This is for the ladies. There are yeah. great men out there. I know that it's not easy to find them. That's true. You do kind of have to shuffle through the riffraff before you finally do find the good ones. But there are good men out there. But I find that as women, sometimes we get a little discouraged, not a little, we get a lot discouraged. And therefore become desperate. And become desperate. And when desperate, when that mindset of desperation desperate kicks in. Desperate energy is literally. That's like, it, it's death to you. Desperate energy it's is death. actually like. You bring much saying or poverty energy. Yeah. It's the same type of thing. It's yeah. very draining. You're pretty much saying, I'll take anything. Whatever you got, universe, throw it at me. And the first riffraff guy that winks at you, you take that as a sign because you're saying, Oh, this must be the one. And you go off of this riffraff. When that was not no, girl. But if you know what else it is too, Car, I find that, oh God. The self-love factor is so lack. Self-love is Listen. so lack. Self-love is so lack. Listen, self-love. No, these women don't love themselves enough to, to walk no, away right. from the foolishness. Exactly. Self-love is, I know it's, I know right yeah, I now get it. it's being thrown out there like the biggest catchphrase, but yeah. self-love is but literally how you can escape these sort of traps or these situations. That's it. When you love yourself, 
you you know what you like to eat in the morning you know you know what your favorite shows are you know what activities you enjoy Mm -hmm. and you act in that way so if i love going for walks in the park i'm gonna do that right i'm gonna do that every week and and really enjoy myself when i do that and i'm in that feeling of wow i just love walking in parks so much the person that comes to you is also going to be someone that's like you know what i love to hike Really? You love to hike? Yeah, I love hiking. It's one of my favorite things. You're welcome. And the relationship starts there. That's it. And it's going to be a healthy relationship. It's going to be a relationship that that's not based on the whole let's wear matching clothes and let's, All you know, or, or, I'll buy you a designer handbag and yeah, oh, let's mm, go on a vacation. That too, car. And listen, ladies, relationships are not designer handbags. They're not trips. Yeah, those are cute, those are fun. But if you want something with actual substance, you have to work for it. And you have to wait for the right man. Mm. I know that when you start loving yourself and treating yourself appropriately, loving yourself, you will instantly become a magnet. Yes. You're gonna deflect the men that are just out there trying to snatch you up play around with you for a bit and then dash you to the corner, you're going to deflect those kind of men and you're going to attract the right kind of man. Yeah. He's going to see a healthy woman, a woman that knows her value, a woman that can actually hold a, hold a job, be able to speak, be able to ha- take care and love children and take care of him and love him. But women today, I don't know, they feel that well, I don't get it. My friend, you know, Sandra, she's about, met her guy at a bar. I was like, well, yeah, but how do you know? And he bought her a house and they're married and da, da. Yeah, but you know what? Just because you meet someone at a bar, I know there's a lot of stories saying where, well, you know, people that be in bars aren't good men. Lots of women meet guys. Lots of women have met. different men. clubs yeah, and I, different bars and they're having to be good guys. I really do feel that we're limiting ourselves when we say, oh, you can't meet a good man in a bar oh you can't meet a good man at i mean i know what church. kind of bar you're going you to. can't meet a good man at a... <laughs> i'm like wait a minute why are you limiting you your limiting? greatness why are you limiting your um your magnitude that's it you know great men are everywhere they are but they're looking at you and when they look at you they see a woman that is broken they're looking at a woman that's and they're saying no she's giving off some kind of weird energy and because another the self-love stuff. piece isn't there exactly and another thing car the girls that have the daddy issues, you have to get oh, that fixed. You gotta heal. You gotta get that fixed. That That is pulling you down from the greatness that you deserve. Because okay. you are worthy of greatness. You're worthy of a great relationship. You're worthy of the great love that you'll have with this man and the family that you want. But there's this block of the daddy issue that has to be removed. Can I? Yeah. And this is bringing me to the next point yeah, I girl, wanted to go bring ahead. up because mm-hmm. this is a great point mm-hmm. that you bring up. Now, when you are broken, right? either your previous relationship really messed with you or you had a bad relationship with your folks, mm-hmm. whatever that might look mm-hmm. like. It's a big part of you showing your value to the world when you love yourself and you're okay with yourself now we are also fashion people if you watch the rest of our content you see it's very fashion based Mm -hmm. and you know when you buy something that is luxury or high street fashion right when you get it 
you look it over and oh over gosh, to make yes. sure that it's perfect. Every seam, every piece of lining, Girl. every label, everything on there has got to look right. Mm-hmm. And if there is a, a thread that you pull and there's a little hole, listen, you're going right back <laughs> to that boutique and you're going to yeah. say, yeah, this is broken. Please replace it. Right. Why or how do you show value when you're broken? How how you, d- you depreciate, uh, girl. You depreciate. You depreciate. No one no one is out here saying I want a Louis Vuitton handbag with a big asshole in it. No one is saying I want a Louis Vuitton handbag with a missing handle. <laughs> no, no one is saying that. No one wants that. So at the hey, same time, why why would anyone want someone that isn't working on healing themselves? And I'm telling you when you start to work on the healing piece, when you start to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm going to be aware of what's going on inside of me today. I'm going to talk to the little girl, the little boy within and say, how can I parent you? A lot of us are reparenting ourselves right now. Oh, absolutely. A lot of us are going through this because there were some things that our parents missed and it's not always malicious. Sometimes they just did the best they could with the resources they had. And the times that they were grew, grew up in, right. they're just mimicking what they were taught. Right. So you can't really blame them for everything. No. When you become conscious and aware, you have to say to yourself, you know what? I need to fix me. The, the buck stops here. Right. I got to take care of this mess because it is my mess. Yeah. And you know, rather than turning everything on other people and saying well that person's trash and that person's dumb and that person doesn't know what they had and that i'm i say to you move those excuses to the side put the mirror and the spotlight on you and ask yourself what can i do what can i do today to make things better how can i create a healing space for myself That's it. That is what you should be doing so that you can find that value piece that you have because we all have it. We all have it. We all have it. Yep. And ask yourself, I always say this, Mm -hmm. but what do you really want? Well, that's you because guys, look, there's more to life than trips and handbags. I mean, I know maybe as a 20 year old, that seems nice and it's pretty. And yes, it is. It's great stuff, but you can't base a relationship just on bags and trips. Because if you are, trust and believe me, the man is going to just find another girl. Because there's always going to be someone cuter. Yeah. Someone who's going to be more voluptuous. Someone's going to be more this and that. So don't don't chase that down thinking that that's love. Because it's not. Yeah. That's just gifts. Yeah. Remember, the, and, and this is another problem. Mm-hmm. We are mixing up the R's, right? Yeah, we there's are. There's a relationship and then there is romance. Two the, separate things. Two separate things. Relationship is the, as you call it, the meat. It's the meat. It's the nutrition. It's, you know, it's the fiber. It's the stuff that keeps you potassium. alive. <laughs> it's the protein. That's it. It's the stuff that helps you gain energy so you can get through your day. That's it. Romance is the sweets, the candy. Yeah. So, you know, when you come in and you need a, a quick dose of sugar, but you know, you pick up a gummy worm, you eat it. But the thing with the gummy worm is it's only going to last you maybe 30 minutes. And then you get a big drop after that because it's pure sugar. There's nothing behind it. That's it. It's just a quick fix. And then that's what romance is. That's romance. Romance is not meant to last forever. It's just a cute thing that happens every now and again. But what, what is worth 
fighting for is the relationship. Yeah. The relationship that is worth the work, that is worth the therapy, that is worth the making a list, whatever you have to do to get yourself back in line, do it. Because remember, yeah. you're worthy of it. Yes. And that's what this is all about. That's this it. is what we're delivering, hopefully, in love to you is that yeah. you are worthy of real, sturdy, solid, stable relationships. But if you keep on falling for the situationship method or template, that is what will always be presented to you. Always presented. The only way to stop the pattern is to literally interrupt the pattern and not invest in it. Do not put your time towards it. Put your time towards that self-love piece. Yeah. Put yourself towards the finding value in yourself by doing the work, doing the mindset work. Mm -hmm. If it means going to a therapist, if it means going into a coach, if it means taking classes on how to, you know, heal the inner yeah. child, then do that. Do whatever it takes because you want to have that partner prepare yourself for it. The same way how if a woman is pregnant and they're getting ready to have their kid, the husband and wife, they go, they get the baby room ready because something is coming. If you're expecting for this relationship to happen, prepare yourself for it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> we do. It comes in love. Thanks for listening. Visit hercastlegirls.com for more mindful and lifestyle content. Follow us on Instagram at hercastlegirls and at Bright Mindset Project. Stay bright.